to say we're thankful to be here this morning. Uh, we had the youth group out last night for a bonfire, and we really enjoyed it and had a good turnout and had a good time. Just a, It was nice to be able to get away from the world and just be able to just uh, you know, talk and have fun and not hear all the worldly stuff going on. And um, We're just really thankful for the kids that sang, and we're thankful that Jesus loves us. Um, we're just looking for a good day and excited about what the Lord has in store for us. Wes Carl dismisses the Sunday school. Good to be back in the Lord's house. We appreciate everybody here. And uh, we need your prayers, like always. And uh, our lesson this morning's in the ninth chapter of the book of Matthew, and starting at the 18th verse. <clears throat> and uh, this lesson's kind of talking talking about some of the miracles that Jesus done and uh, uh, and he done a lot of them and uh, he done he done those miracles and I, I'll read a read a scripture so I get it right in the 20th chapter of the book of St. John uh John wrote the 30th verse said, and many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. All the things that Jesus done and is still doing, I, I, want, I want to make sure people understand that. He's still working miracles. If, as far as 
disease and stuff, if you get any healing in your life, I don't care how many doctors you went to, God done it. And I don't, I'm, I'm not against going to doctors. I think we ought to if we've got a problem. But then depend on God for the healing. And uh, so at what, what knowledge the doctors have, that comes from God. Just like anything else that God's blessed us with, uh, every good, the Bible said, every good and every perfect gift come down from above from the Father of lights in whom is no variableness nor shadow of turning. If God, if you've been blessed with anything, God done it. And, uh, and far as I'm concerned, I've, and I say this all the time, I've been, I've been in this church, I've been a member of this church since I was 15 years old. And was here even before that some. But I've never, in, in, I've, not, I've not been in any other churches to amount to anything, but I know about some. And I've never seen a church that's been blessed like this one has. And I tell people every now and then, I said, it worries me sometimes. Because you know uh, the devil the devil kicks his heels up sometimes and causes problems and uh, but God's God's blessed us beyond measure and there's there's reasons for that if if we if we keep ourselves unspotted from the world and we're what we ought to be as far as following God God will bless us now, that don't mean that don't mean Satan ain't going to fight us. Job, I believe Job. The Bible said Job was a perfect and an upright man, and yet God God told Satan, "Have you considered my servant Job?" And he said, "Well, yeah, you got him hedged in." And uh, God said, "Well, you you do what you want to, but his life's mine. You don't touch that." And so Job had all kinds of problems Satan done to him, but God allowed it to happen to prove a point. He wanted to prove. He wanted to prove to me. And that Job, the book of Job was written according to history. It's the oldest book in the Bible. It was written probably four thousand years ago or or longer. And. Uh, but he was wanting to prove a point through Job's life to me that when Satan was giving me trouble and, and got about to get me down, that I could still depend on God and get through it. And uh, I say all the time, Job's one of my heroes. And uh, anybody, anybody go through the problems that he had and still stand for God, got to be a real good man. But anyway, but God, God, God did that, allowed Satan to do that, just to prove to us that we could do the same thing by the help of the Lord. But anyway, healed by faith, and uh, I, I said just the other night, prayer meeting. Somebody, somebody mentioned about getting saved being a uh, uh, a miracle. 
And I said that's the greatest miracle ever happened in my life was when I got saved. And it is. I couldn't tell you, and every one of you guys, every one of you guys understand this because you've been saved. But I, I couldn't begin to tell you what a change God made in my life. And I was just 15 years old. I hadn't been out in the world in a bunch of ungodly stuff, uh, no more than any other kid. <clears throat> but God made a great big change in my life down on the inside. It wasn't necessarily it so much in here, but it was in here. And God put enough of the grace of God in here to make me want to do some changes on the outside. I think you all understand that. Uh, but it's... Uh, God's still working miracles. He's still saving people. And that's the greatest miracle that's ever been. Because you go from... You go from on your way to hell to on your way to heaven. Complete reversal. And... Uh, I say all the time that the day I got saved was was the worst day of my life to start with. But after I got saved, I, I stepped into a new day, best day of my life, and I'm still in that day. And uh, the Bible said something, I, I can't quote it, but about the day star arising in our life, and, and that's Jesus. And uh, if you get... If, if people can say they got saved and, and, and they can't tell there's any change anywhere, something ain't right. Because I, I remember, I can remember just almost like it was yesterday, the day I got saved. And God made a great big change in my life. And uh, I ain't always treated him right. Everybody here can understand that or relate to that probably. I ain't always treated him right. But God has never, ever treated me bad. We get to the... So it, that verse I read in John said, now all the things that Jesus done is not written in this book. But he said, these are written that you might believe. God, God gave us the word. And uh, I believe, I, I know a lot of people use different versions of the Bible. As far as I'm concerned, uh, there ain't no version. But, uh, and I don't, I don't call this a version. This is the King James Bible. And as far as I'm concerned, that's the only one. And, uh, but anyway, uh, people ought to, if, if you've been saved by the grace of God, you ought to read that. And uh, we can say, well, we, yeah, it's kind of dry reading, I can't get into it. If you're reading it from up here, it's dry reading. You got to get your heart into it. Uh, 
when you get ready, when you get ready to read, get on your knees a little while and talk to God. Say, Lord, I need I need some help. And, and I, I'll tell you what, any kind of help that you need is right here in this book. He's God's got everything in here that we'll ever need from the day we get saved till the day we leave here going to heaven. And uh, but if we don't get it, that's our fault. Jesus has been talking to some people about fasting and so on. I don't want to get into all that, but uh, right before this, and said then the eighteenth verse said. While he spake these things unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. That's the kind of, that's the kind of faith. Uh, that's the kind of faith that God delivered to every one of us when he called us told us we is lost, he give us that kind of faith to get saved. If we come to Jesus, he'd save us. Now, that don't come up here. That comes down here. And the day, the day I got saved, I tell my story all the time, probably everybody gets tired of hearing it. But the day I got saved, God, the preacher preached the gospel to me, and, and I knew I was lost and on my way to hell. But there's no way my pride was going to let me let that even show up on the outside. I stood and held onto the bench and looked the preacher straight in the eye, and wasn't no way I was going to shed a tear or, or whatever. I just wasn't going to do it. And I wasn't going to go to the altar. It's just, I had, I had way more pride than I had any right to have. And, uh, but I was tore up down on the inside. And I say this all the time, if, if Edna Mason hadn't come to me that morning, I'd have probably stood right there and maybe still been lost. So it's really important if God gives you a job to do, however small it might seem, it's real important to do that. It could be life or death to somebody. And uh, just make sure that God gives it to you. The certain ruler came and said, my daughter's dead. Come lay your hand on her and she'll live. And this guy was a ruler of the synagogue. Uh, over in Luke and Mark, I believe both of them places said his name was Jarius. I believe that's talking about the same guy. And uh, was a ruler of the synagogue. So he was, he was probably a, a, a Pharisee. More than likely, I don't it don't say, but he probably was. And uh, uh, some of them guys just didn't believe in Jesus at all. They said he he's doing all these good works, 
by the power of the devil. And uh, they, they, they was trying to make excuses to keep their religion in, in place. They was the main religion in, in Israel at that time, and they wanted to stay that way. But the only thing was, I got a point to make. If you remember, back when Jesus was born, they took him to the temple to do after him according to the law. And when they went in, uh, Simon met him. Uh, and, and he took him in his arms and he said, Lord, now let thy servant depart in peace, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation. They was, they was a few people in Israel that was looking for Jesus. And, 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 they, and the ones that was looking for him found him. And I hope, I hope this morning somebody comes to Lama Missionary Baptist Church looking for Jesus. Because this is a good place to find him. I got to say, I couldn't tell you how many people, and most of you people have been here for years, I couldn't tell you how many people that we've seen get saved in this church. Hundreds of them. Way more than ever comes to church on Sunday. Now, some of them went to other churches and first one thing and another, but, but God's blessed this church with people getting saved right on a regular basis for the last 70 years or so, however long this church has been here. And uh, so God, God has blessed us and will bless us. And uh, as, long as, we, as long as we put him first, if, if I start, and I brag on this church about every Sunday, how, what a great church God's blessed us with, but it's God. We've, we've had some real fine preachers and, and got one of the best right now, but it ain't their fault entirely. Now, they, they've got a part in it, but it ain't their fault entirely that we got such a good church. God, uh, you can talk about Elbert Smith or Jarvie Rains or Flavis Ash and come right on down the line, Siegel and Terry, real fine preachers. And God blessed, blessed us to have them in this church. And he blessed them to have the, the ability and, and, and the talent or whatever it is that, that he's blessed them with to be able to do the job. Besides that, you can, I, I, could, name, I could name hundreds of people probably. And, and, and a lot of them's already gone. Already on the other side. That God's blessed us to be in contact with in our lifetime. That's been a great help to this church and, and a great help to our people. But so God's blessed us. If, 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 if we've been blessed at all, it come from God. I, we can't claim it. We get in, we're getting trouble real fast if we try to claim credit for what God done. So 
we can't save nobody. All we can do is follow the Lord. And if He gives us something to do and we do that with all the Spirit He'll give us to do it with, it's God that does the work. He gives the increase. And I like that song. I believe Ronnie used to sing, I can't even walk without Him holding my hand. And uh, we can't, we can't do it. We can't move without the Lord. In Him we live and move and have our being. And uh, and the quicker we learn that, the better off we'll be. So he he said, "My daughter's now dead. How how bad would you feel?" If one of your kids was laying at home dead, and uh, I mean that that'd be terrible. I, I can't I can't even comprehend that. But and and you leave the rest of your family and go go looking for Jesus, and which is what he should have done. He done the right thing, and. Uh, but it'd be hard to leave the rest of your family in them morning and go do something like that. It'd be it'd be awful hard. And and I don't know if this guy'd been saved or not. He had enough faith to believe in Jesus. I do know that. He believed that he believed Jesus could lay his hand on her and she'd be she'd come back to life. So the Bible said, they that come to, come to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So if, if, if we right out of our hearts seek Jesus, we'll find him. And I'm talking, that's, that's including me and you that's been saved. So did you ever, did you ever try to pray and couldn't get a hold of nothing to pray with? Or try to read your Bible, couldn't get a hold of nothing to read. Or come to church and sit in church all through church and not get a hold of nothing. Everybody else seemed to be rejoicing. I've done all of those things. But if we if we right out of our heart diligently seek him, we'll find him. He'll be there. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. He's with us always. And I'm, I'm living proof of that. I'm, I ever, well, everybody here is, I guess. But was you ever, was you ever doing something that wasn't right, and God come along and tell you you're in the wrong place, your mind, more or less? That's what He was saying. And I can look back at some of those times now, and that's some of the greatest blessings that God ever gave me. And it didn't feel like a blessing right then. He was reprimanding me at that time. But that's, that's some of the greatest blessings that God ever gave me. Because he's letting me know that I belong to him even when I was wrong. And, uh, but anyway, this fellow had, had enough faith to come to Jesus. And Jesus arose and followed him and so did his disciples. And uh, 
that's a lot of times we get in trouble, and I done I talked about this a little bit. We'll get ourselves in trouble uh, by going on our own a little bit instead of following God. And uh, our our job completely, our our job is to follow Jesus. Now I know. Terry's been called to preach. Russ has been called to preach. We've got several guys here that's been called to preach. And, and different people with different jobs. And, and we've got people that can sing. And we've got people in this church that God's blessed with talent to do just about everything. And I'm talking natural and spiritual both. That's all a gift from God. And if we if we use if we use the talents and the abilities that God's give us, He'll bless us for doing that. Natural, spiritual, both. I believe every natural every natural blessing that I ever got come from God. But the greatest blessing, the greatest everybody here knows the greatest blessing I ever got was the day I got saved. Anybody got a comment? And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. Another, another person with real great faith. And... Uh, all, all the miracles that Jesus done. Now, all these people probably been following him around and, and watching him do some of these things. Uh, I had never, I had never seen Jesus raise the dead. But I, I'll, I'll tell you this: I believe he did. I know he did. I can say it. I can say it that way. I know he did. Peter said they called him on the carpet for preaching the day of Pentecost. I believe, if I remember right. And he said he he told him the story of Jesus and what he'd done and what they'd done to him. And he said, "We are witnesses of these things." And so also is the Holy Ghost, which He giveth to all them that believe. So that I didn't, I didn't see those things happen with these eyes, and this mind didn't register those things from a natural standpoint. But the Spirit that God put down in here the day I got saved, it witnesses to every bit of it. Somebody. Terry can get up and preach, and the morning, the morning I got saved, uh, preacher Ash preached, "Thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God," and God made that real to me that day by the Spirit. His Spirit took that right down in here, and I knew that was real. And that's that's been a, a bunch of years ago, and it's still real today. And uh, 
And I believe God can do whatever he wants to do. If, you're, if, if you've got a, a sickness and, or some kind of ailment, God will let you pray for it. I believe he'll, he'll fix it or he'll help you deal with it. It ain't always, it ain't always the case that when we get sick, we're going to get better. One of these days, the case is going to be he wants us over on the other side. And, and Paul said, that's far better. But uh, this mind here don't seem to grasp that sometimes, but it's far better to go home to be with God. If I may but touch the hem of his garment, touch his garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort, thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. So if you come to Jesus, I quoted that scripture a while ago, you must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So if, if we come total, total faith, I mean, how, how faith, the Bible said if we had faith as a grain of mustard seed, and that's pretty small. If we have faith as a grain of mustard seed, we can say to this mountain, be thou moved and cast into the sea, and it'll be done. Now, I don't know, I don't know if anybody's ever tried that before or not. Uh, but I, I imagine God would have to have a reason for that to be done before he would allow it to be done. But uh, what he's making a point, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The Bible said, for by it the elders obtained a good report. And the good report they received was they got saved by the grace of God. And uh, the Bible said Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. And that Sunday morning I got saved, I believed God and it was accounted unto me for righteousness. Not my righteousness, but the righteousness of Jesus. And uh, so if we by faith And if I come up here about every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, get down to pray. And if, if whatever I pray for, if I, don't, if I don't believe completely in my heart that God's going to answer that, I've not prayed. I just made a noise. We got, we got to really trust God that he'll take care of our needs. He already promised. He'd supply all our needs, the Bible said, according to his riches and glory. So we got, we just, we got to trust him. And that's uh, for human beings. We like to trust ourselves. We like to 
think I'm going to take care of this. And uh, that gets you in trouble every time. And if there's been a there's been a few times, and I've, I've bragged on this church how good it is. There's been a few times in the years that I've been in this church that we've had some problems. And uh, in my opinion, those few times, those problems were handled right. Uh, some of them I don't understand, but I, I believe if, if we can humble our heart and, and take them to God, whatever it is, he can handle it. And when Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw them minstrels and the people making a noise, now back then they they hired people to uh, mourn at, at funerals, and uh, they'd play music and all kinds of different things, and uh, they was they were making a lot of noise. He said unto them, "Give place." For the maid is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. They knew she was dead from a natural standpoint. Jesus, death has, there's nothing. I, I don't know hardly how to say this. There is nothing. There's, there's a lot of things down here that we can't control. We have no power in the time of death. The Bible says that somewhere. We have no power in the time of death. I can't, when it comes my time to die, I can't stop it. If God, if God wants me dead, I'm going to be dead. If He wants me sick, I'm going to be sick. There's some things we just can't control, but God can. That's, that's what people can't seem to get through their head. And, and I know that's, a, that's not a, a good analogy because the things of God are not understood up here. But it's hard for us to understand uh, how God has so much more power and ability and knowledge than we do. If you, you talk to a lot of people in the world today and they, they try to put God down on a level with human beings, that won't work. He's the supreme creator of heaven and earth. And he created salvation just for us. And that, I want to make a point there, that wasn't just created on Calvary. That was a culmination of it. But his salvation was ready for Adam when he put Adam in the garden. 
When God come walking in the garden in the cool of the day, Adam had his chance right there. When he come walking in the garden in the cool of the day in 1956, I had my chance. His church, if you, if you have it, is, is the garden where God walks around. And the, the tree of life is there, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil is there. When the, Paul said, I was alive without the law once, and I, I may not get the words exactly in order, but I was alive without the law once. The commandment came, sin revived, and I died. When God, when God brought the law to me and showed me I was a sinner and I was on my way to hell, I died. My soul became dead. But when I come to the altar and he spoke peace to my soul, I was made alive. I was resurrected down in my soul. Now, he didn't save, he didn't save this carcass you're looking at. But it'll be changed in the resurrection. That's way off this lesson. But, and, but Jesus, talking about the miracles, that's, that's one of the miracles that Jesus done and God's done. And, and, uh, and we, we can talk about the resurrection way out in the future, and it may be. I don't, I don't have any idea. But God had that already fixed. Before the foundation of the world. Because he said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And he started out right then to do that. Started saving people. Getting them ready for the resurrection so they could be complete when he raised them out of the ground. Anybody got anything? Stop me up everybody needs. Uh, yeah. 
I thought uh, about an experience I had, <clears throat> and I've told this before, but I was still I was still in high school. I hadn't been saved very long, and uh, <clears throat> Satan was giving me a, all all day long, giving me a rough time. I was having a, I was having a a big problem, and uh, I come home from school, and there wasn't nobody home but me. Mom, and Dad was still working. The other kids hadn't got home yet. And and I went in the bathroom and got on my knees and uh, talked to God. And I got up and, and there was a dresser sitting in there. And there, we used to have them Sunday school leaflets, visitors leaflets. Yeah. We passed out to people visiting Sunday school, and. Uh, there was one of them laying on the dresser, and why, why it would have been there, I don't know, because I had a book. But <clears throat> I picked it up, and the memory verse on that, and I can't quote all of it, but uh, the one is the one where he said, I'll not have you tempted above what you're able, yeah. but with every temptation, there's a way made for your escape. And he filled my cup up and run it over, and Satan was gone. So God, God will take care of every one of our needs if we got our heart where it ought to be. Yeah. Amen. That's that's the thing. Uh, I could I could have continued to fight the tried to fight the battle with Satan by myself, and and ended up defeated. Yeah. But I've got a God that never has been defeated and never will be. Yeah. And. Uh, and there's a time and a place for all things, the Bible said.
And if if we're if if we've been saved and our hearts are where they ought to be, uh, God's work's not foolishness. Uh, to them that perish, the Bible said it's foolishness. But to us, it's it's a gift of God. But but when the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand, and the maid arose, and the fame thereof went abroad into all that land. And that's that's why we're having church this morning. We want the fame of what Jesus has done for us to reach out to everybody. And uh, so we we need to do our very best to let our people know that they need Jesus and to prove it to them. Live our life to where we're living proof that this works. It's a real thing. That's all I got.